this Lenten journey that we have been invited to participate in, in the daily, through the daily Eucharist. This Lenten journey includes so many wonderful readings from our scripture to guide our hearts, to guide our minds, to instruct us, to remind us of things. And today, when we look at that first reading, we see something that it's truly a reminder. It's from the book of Deuteronomy. It's a restating again through this book. The Lord wants to restate that covenant that he established with his people. He chose a group of people, the you know, descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and he established a special covenant with them. And, and he gave them, through Moses, he gave them commandments, he gave them decrees, he gave them a code of holiness, and they were to observe that because it wasn't just because they established a covenant, it's because it was a source of blessing. It was a source of extraordinary gifts that God wishes to, wish to bestow upon his people. You know, when I was working with the young and I was a chaplain for, for high school and many times the young people would ask me the question, he says, why did God have to put so many limitations, so many commandments. You shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. Why is the Lord restricting his freedom? He, he wants me to be free, but on the other hand, all these restrictions. And you know, and I would simply respond to them in different ways, but more or less the same. You know, the Lord is giving us the path, a prescription, how to be happy, how to eliminate the troubles and difficulties of life, which are trappings because, you know, freedom may not always be the freedom, could be a license to do something which actually has terrible consequences. And so the Lord wants to spare us. And I would remind them that the people of God, the chosen people said, how great is the Lord to us, how great he's giving us his commandments. He wants us to show us how, how to receive blessings, how to receive graces, how to be happy, how to pursue the path of holiness. And so looking at the restrictions, looking at commandments and decrees is not something that God wants us to, wants us to, you know, to limit our freedom, no. He wants us to give us something that is of, 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 of great gifts. You know, let's say if, if you were to follow a particular, you know, um, you know, grant application, whatever it may be, you follow the certain requirements and then you receive a blessing. In a human way, you know, if you wish to learn a language, you have to discipline yourself. Yes, you have to eliminate so many things, distractions, or if you want to get a degree in law or medicine or in anything, even technical, technical skills, you have to place yourself and limit your, your, your options for the focus so that you may attain a particular good, which may be extraordinary blessings for your whole life, a profession which may be there for you for the whole life. So this is what it is sometimes, you know, college students don't realize this. You know, they, they, you know, they waste time on so many things and they themselves get themselves into trouble, all kinds of trouble, because once they leave the house home, they feel they're free and they get trapped and they introduce into their lives all kinds of problems, perhaps addictions and, you know, and, and ways of, of coping where, you know, the you know, emotions are all messed up. 
So this is why the Lord, out of love and goodness, he wants us to be his people. He cares for us so much. And this is why today's reading from the book of Deuteronomy is he says this day, the Lord your God commands you to observe these statutes and, and decrees. Therefore, you shall be careful to observe them with all your heart and with all your soul. So it's not by force, but out of love, out of especially, especially out of being elected by God. It's an election. God elected them and, and, and this election, you are, you are to be my people. And I promise you through this covenant, I will bless you. I will protect you from your enemies. I will lead you to, to a promised land. And so it is this type of election which is to, post, is to move us towards, towards obedience and desire to, to, to have that, that receive God's special blessings of, of his love. And you know, and this covenant that the people of God established with the Lord through Moses was, was a covenant in blood. As you know, the lamb it was a lamb, the blood of the lamb, which, which sealed that covenant. And, you know, and we have to look at, you know, today, you know, we do have also another covenant that we have received. We were chosen. Christ has chosen us to be his people. He has chosen us. We didn't choose him because while we're still sinners, he has offered us the special gift and he has sealed this covenant in, in, his, in his blood, the blood of the lamb. He was the one who sacrificed himself in this atoning sacrifice for who we are, who are to be. So the Lord commands us to observe these things. Why? Because when we observe, then we receive the superabundant blessings. The second one is today, you have proclaimed that the Lord to be your God and that you walk in his ways and keep his statutes, his commandments and his decrees and that you obey his voice today, you have proclaimed, because when the, the book of Deuteronomy was read to the people, especially when they came back from the Babylonian exile in the fifth, fifth century, they listened to that book of Deuteronomy and they said, yes, we want to follow the Lord. You know, they heard this whole book read to them, you know, from early in the morning till noon. And they heard all the words which were given to, to them by God. So reestablishing that covenant, renewing that covenant. And they said, far from us to be away from him, because we know what the consequences are. We know we just came back from the exile, from being, you know, removed by force from their homes and, and, and spending a life, you know, as servants of others. And they know it's because they rejected him. We, they rejected that covenant. And so they wanted to reaffirm again. And so as they reaffirming it, they, the Lord says to them, you, you proclaim that you, wish me, that you wish me to be your God and that you will walk in my ways and that you'll keep my commandments and that you will obey my voice. So the Lord says to them, I hear, I hear, I hear how you wish to do so. So then again, you know, he wants, he, he, he tells us, reminds us, you promised me, 
You promised me that you would do some, something like that. You promised that you will avoid these this, this sins which are so destructive. You promised me that you'll be close to me. You promised me that you'll pray. I hold you to that. I know that in the human weakness, it's still difficult to do so. And yet, and yet we know that we, we say to the Lord, every time we pray the Our Father, we pray, as you know, we make promises. That, that I would like to make your name holy, I'll follow your will, I will proclaim your kingdom. You know, we, we say that, and then I'll forgive others their sins as I forgive, as, as I ask you to forgive me. You know, we, we, we make to our prayer of our Father, we make certain promises to God, we ask for certain things, we call him our Father. So in the sense that we are, you know, we are recommitting ourselves each day but the Lord has certain rights to us because you promise. So I want to, I want to give you. And then, and then the final aspect is that, and today the Lord has proclaimed you to be his special people, just as he promised you that you should keep all his commandments and that he will set you high above all nations, which he has made. So the Lord promises if you remain faithful to that covenant, and follow my decrees, then I will, I promise you that you will be my special people, that I will set you high above all nations, that I will set you high above nations, so that, so that in praise of his name in honor, that you may be a holy people to the Lord your God, that you may be truly holy. Beautiful words given to us in the Old Testament, and now we have the same. If you were to look at St. Peter's letter, you know, it says, the Peter, St. Peter says to the Christians, he says, you are a chosen generation, a holy nation, his own people, people to, that, that are, are given a special grace to proclaim his praises, who he was the one who called you out of darkness, out of darkness of sin, out of darkness of trappings, out of darkness that led us to, to permanent separation from the Lord. And he has, he has given this marvelous light, this marvelous gifts. Once you were not a people of God, now you are God's people. Once you were, did not obtain mercy, now you receive mercy. And so we, ha we have, St. Saint, Saint Peter literally quotes these words from Deuteronomy what God has given to us and the promise that God has made to us. But the promise only, again, is, is, is real when we follow him and follow his words. And today in our gospel, we have such a powerful, powerful words that the Lord gives us, you know, which first of all, he reminds us, okay, people during his time said the following because they recognize what he says you shall love the Lord you shall love your neighbor which means your countrymen those who are close to you those who follow your ideological perspective or, or whatever you know from political affiliation you know you shall love your neighbor those who have your own but you hate your enemy and we see we see what's going on in a world in which we live you know yes you know um people who hurt us, people who harm us, people who hate us, people who seem to kind of push us aside, reject us, accuse us of things. You know, there's so many things that happens to us each day. I can't work with, with the people that I, in my work, because they seem to step all over me or, or they, you know, they, they, they seem to always cause harm or whatever it may be. 
you know, the consequences of original sin are always there with us. That's where the enmity is. You know, look, look at the original sin, you know, Cain and Abel. You can see the people, the nations against each other. You know, we, we see, and, and St. James would say, you know, the cause of original sin was envy of the evil one. He separated us from God, created an enmity between us and God. And, and then, you know, St. James with the same thing, the cause of, 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 of all the fighting of the war is because, the, because of envy, jealousy. We want this, we don't have it, so we want to take it. You know, this is, you know, the, the, the evaluation from the perspective of, of scripture, of how we are, and this is so true. You know, there seems to we want because we have some selfish wants and desires and we wish to have them. And, you know, we, you know I, want to, I want to win the argument. Doesn't matter what type of argument words I will use. I'll, you know, even if, if I trash somebody because I want to use the argument, I wanted to make sure that I'm the one who's is the winner, who gets the benefits, gets the bigger fish, gets whatever it may be that I would, would like to have. Yes, there is the, that enmity within us that especially caused by, by the envy because we see what happened in Cain Naval. We see the envy of, of King, um, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, Saul, Saul against David, uh, you know, because he saw that he was more successful. He was more successful as a warrior. People liked him more. So therefore he wanted to hate him. He, he, wanted, he wanted to eliminate him. So he hated him. And, 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 and so, so it seems, seems like, you know, Saul's family hated David because he said, you know, he, his family was a royal family and now David took over. He's not from the same family. And, you know, see, see the problems, the difficulties that, that people have. And so the Lord says, yes, this is what normally people say. You know, take care of your own, hate those who are outside, don't care about them, Re reduce them to, to, you know, to a, you know, to, to a state of, 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 you know, indifference. But the Lord says to us, how can we be men and women of, of a covenant relationship that Jesus established to us? Because every time we celebrate the Eucharist, he established a new covenant, covenant in my blood, the Lord Jesus says, to reconcile us to one another, to reconcile us within. And so the Lord says to us, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your heavenly Father, so that we may be like God the Father. And how, because he makes his sun rise on the bad and the good and causes rain to fall on just and unjust. That means the Lord still gives, gives his gifts, the best gifts to everyone, is even those who hate him, even those who do not accept him, and yet he sustains them, and yet he offers them life you know, but if they reject him, they don't have that confidence of being loved by being forgiven. They don't have that confidence of being specially, peculiarly his own. Yes, they, the God sustains them, but, but he cannot give them these gifts because they're not able to receive because they block themselves. And then the Lord says, continues how we are not to be. Yes, if you just love those who love you, what recompense is that? Even tax collectors are saying, if you greet the brothers and sisters only, what is so unusual about that? You know, even those who are enemies of God, they do the same. 
which means that the Lord says, this is not the path by which you should go. So be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. Be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. And what is that perfection is? You know, the father's love. It's absolute love because God is love and God wants us to be his children. You know, so be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. That means to love, to forgive, to let go because you know, we see this love of the Father. Where do we see that love? Love on the cross. In the encyclical, which John Paul II wrote, Divis in Misericordia, you know, the, the, on the mercy of God, he speaks of that love so powerful, so great, that is able to overcome every form of hate, is able to overcome all forms of, of evil. Because the reason is that God, God sent his son to prove that he loves us. God sent his son to manifest that he is, is true love. And everything that he does is out of love. Everything that he wishes to give us is because he loves us. And he manifests this love. So love your enemies, do, do, do good to those who persecute you because Jesus has done that. We see in his life, we see how much he loved us and he would not stop. And even, even from the cross, calling father forgive them for they do not know what they're doing i mean you know we know that we, we the, the the soldiers knew what they were doing they were told to execute to beat to whip they follow orders but you know but but the fact is they knew what they were doing they wanted to inflict the greatest pain that they could inflict on a human being because no one received double portion of 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 roman roman uh, 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 condemnation or, or, or a Roman penalty because either people were scourged and let go or they were crucified. Jesus received double portion. He was scourged, which ripped his body apart, which ripped his, 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 his muscles and everything else, weakened him so badly to the point of death. Uh, and yet he had to carry the cross and then he was crucified. This is how much God loves us. But also we see the power of evil, the power of that stemming from envy, from jealousy, from every form of capital sin we can imagine, from the indifference, from not, you know, once we close our hearts to God, we don't understand. We don't understand why we have to do it. We don't have the power to do it because it's only by opening ourselves to him who has loved us and acknowledging our dependence that we know how we can treat one another. And we know we, we do have so many difficulties because we see around us, you know, we don't have to search for it. We see the enmity between us and other people. And yet this is what the Lord says to us. You will be able to overcome. You will be able to overcome all things because, because of, of, of my love for you. you. If you live within that commandment of love, then you will understand then you will know because, because the gift that God gives us is the gift of the Holy Spirit, which is it's just gift of, of, of tangible, reconciling uh, love. He is, the, he is the consoler who can console and heal 
the very wounds in our hearts, you know, those things which hurt us, harmed us, where resentment seemed to be always, always part of our daily existence. We can't let go. We, we remember the things that people have done. And, and any time that anyone remember or says even triggers, triggers us, you know, and may, may trigger and, and you know, open ourselves to, to a type of a hate that, that can poison us. And so why is it so important for us to, to follow that commandment of love? Why is it so important to follow the directions of the Lord? Is because, because the reason is that, that only God can heal us. Only God can offer it us because it is the victory that he gives us. You know, um, you know as, the, as the enemy has sown within our own hearts, he has sown discord. This this amenity, and he sows tears. Uh, he sows tears below. We are exposed to his attacks. The evil one is ultimately the one that we are to battle, because you know Saint 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 Paul says, you know the enemy is not that we're on this level of each other. We consider each other enemy. It is the is the the evil one who wars against God, and he drags us into this battle. So we, we, we take it against each other where we should in fact know that the battle is with the evil one and we need to stay strong. And the way we stay strong is through relationship, powerful relationship of, with the Lord, a relationship of covenant, covenant relationship where we know that we are there, that, that we, are, we are God's people, that we have the power that because God gives us the strength, the energy, he gives us everything through prayer, through the Eucharist. He gives us, you know, through through meditation, all these things to strengthen us. And then through examination of conscience, where we examine and say, no, this is not the way I wanted to live. This is not the way I want to cling on, hold on to this. But then on the level of psychological wounds, we may not even be able to, to kind of let go of these things. And so that's why we have to ask the Lord, you have to help me. You know, every time, you know, uh, you know, I think of this person who, 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 whom I just can't stand or who has hurt me so badly or who has, who has done such an evil. It may be that you, every time you think of that person, you may have to pray a blood and water prayer many times or, 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 or just call upon the name of Jesus or call upon Our Lady. You know, that, that you may associate that, 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 that moment which stirs you up that you may be able to override it with prayer, which you may be overrided with the awareness of God, because it could be for many, many years that could be a struggle that you will not be able to, to do such things. But we know that Jesus overcame by his death all enemies. And, and as the scripture says, including the final enemy is, is death, because at that moment we place ourselves completely in the hands of God, and we receive that gift of eternal life. The Lord knows that we are weak, but he also knows that he will always be there for us because this is what God does. Jesus promises us, I'll be with you till the end of time. I'll offer you everything that you need so that you may be sustained in life, that you may be able to love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, and as, as our chaplet prayer says, we pray for everyone. Have mercy on us and on the whole world. Have mercy on us. 
on the whole world. Have mercy on all the, those who hate us. Uh, have mercy on those who are enemies. Have mercy on those who in any way persecute us. But God, in his love and mercy, who has manifested love in his Son, will help us to overcome. And, and in this way, we will attain that fullness of life. And in such a way, we shall be perfect as the Heavenly Father is perfect by the power of Christ dwelling in us. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.